As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know, a lot of the stuff that we're sharing is from the Word of God, which mm -hmm. stands the test of time and is not things that we have come up with our own. We're literally just like sharing God's Word and yes. His heart for marriage and relationships. And so um, whether you're 26 and sharing that or 65 and sharing that shouldn't matter. It's still the Word of God. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa. You can find out more about the podcast at cultivatingthelovely.com, in our Yellow Brick Road membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, and in our Facebook group. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram, where you can find me at Mackenzie Coppa. That's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-O-P-P-A. Ladies, I am so excited to finally get to share today's interview with you because it was one of the first books that I read this year. I absolutely loved it. I did this interview a couple of months ago and I have been eager to share it with you ever since because I think the interview is top notch. Plus, I think that the book is amazing and it is with Audrey Roloff from the new book, A Love Letter Life that she wrote with her husband, Jeremy Roloff. Now, you may be familiar with them. They were on Little People Big World for many years. Jeremy has been on it since he was a young boy and now they're no longer on it. But if you're familiar at all with their story, as I was, I think you're going to be really refreshed to see this different perspective on it and how well grounded in the word this couple is and their vision for marriages, I think is beautiful. This is a book that I intend to read with my kids. It is that good. I want my kids to look at this as a guide for how to walk into a very intentional, loving marriage. And I think if I had done things a little bit more the way they prescribe in this book, I might not be in the situation that I'm in. It is just so good all of their tips. You would think, you know, they're a fairly young couple. You might have some doubts about whether or not they have any real advice to be giving to marriage. I know I had my own doubts before I read the book as well, but seeing how seasoned they are really for a young couple is pretty amazing, and they fully admit that everything they bring to the table in this book is wisdom that they have garnered from people who have walked down this road far longer than they have, and they are just kind of making it public knowledge, all of these amazing tips that they receive 
received for their relationship. So I think you're going to love this interview. I love talking with Audrey. But before we get there, I do want to say that it is the last week to sign up for Cultivating Groups in Patreon. So if you go over to patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely, if you are in the lovely tribe or the loveliest level, then you can join our Cultivating Groups. These are groups of five to seven women that meet on Marco Polo. And this quarter, we are going to be working through the workbook that I have that includes goals and Bible study and all kinds of other discussion. We're going to incorporate a lot more discussion about the actual podcast episodes into our groups as well. And so many women who are in these groups have found that they've made lifelong friendships. They've really connected with the other ladies because it's on video chat. So you can truly see the other people and get to know them in a different way than you would be able to just normally online or even through something like Voxer. It's a really powerful medium. And I think that you guys will really enjoy it and feel a part of a community and a tribe if that's something you're looking for. If you're looking for accountability or working on your power sheets, all of those kinds of things we incorporate into these groups. So I really encourage you to come over to Patreon and join us. Again, it's patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely and we hope to see you there. Registration for quarter two ends this Friday, April 5th. But now let's get on with the podcast because I just love this episode. Welcome, Audrey. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to have you on the show. I hate to say like, I've been a fan because that just sounds like, you know, like I don't want to be a fan, but I but I have been, you know, I, it's, I think you're probably the first person on the show that I've seen their wedding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, so oh, crazy. weird. Um, <laughs> but all that to say, I was, you know, it came to me that you guys were coming out with a book and mm. I was, ex- I was, okay, I'm gonna be real honest. Are you ready for some honesty? Yeah, I'm ready. Always. I was equal parts like, oh, that could be really interesting. And like, mm, did they just get a book deal because they like have been on TV? You know, is this like going <laughs> to yeah, be any yeah, good? Totally. Yeah. But I am, I am thrilled to say that this book not only like met my expectations, but Mm -hmm. exceeded them. And I'm really excited to talk about it today because I think it's a really valuable tool. But for people who don't know who you are, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. So um, most people, I always like to say, probably (laughs) if you follow me, um, the first way that you probably know me is my husband grew up on a reality television show called Little People Big World. And so um, we did that, you know, I kind of joined his family with that um when we were engaged was really when I started to like appear on the show and then our wedding was on the show we always joke like we in the book we kind of talk about the decision to film our wedding or not and Mm -hmm. we like to say like it was a decision to invite two million people to our wedding or 200 people to our wedding um and so anyways we um shared our wedding day with the world and then continued to share our lives through um, the TV show for about four years of our marriage. And then this past year have stepped away just to kind of focus on the things that we really feel like the Lord has put on our heart to do and press into. And I know calling is a big, scary word, but just the things that we feel um, like we are supposed to work towards. Um, And so we, some of those things have just been, um, Jeremy and I have a huge heart for relationships, for marriage, um, for love stories. And we, um, that kind of came out of our sharing our wedding with the world. Just, we got a lot of questions from people that I would like forward the emails and, and comments to my mom and be like, mom, 
why are people asking me these questions? Like, can you answer them for me? Because I felt so unequipped. But then we kind of realized like, you know what, like we can share our story and share what we're learning and, and how we've failed. And we love relationships and we're so passionate about um, just building, being intentional with being intentional with our love stories and creative with our love stories and faithful with our love stories. And so that's kind of how beating 50% our marriage ministry blog community was born. And then, um, out of that, we've created some other additional resources. And then on top of that, we also have a clothing line based on my life mission mantra, which is always more. It comes from the verse Ephesians three twenty, which is now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. It started as a motivational running reminder. I was a collegiate distance runner and I used to write it on my arm to remind me like I can always give a little bit more, you know, mm. when I'm running. And then it sort of translated over into all aspects of life, giving more to my marriage, giving more to, as a mother, giving more as a friend, giving more to the Lord, more ways that I can serve him. And then on top of that, also like believing that there's more to discover about God and more ways that we can worship him and and just all of that. So it's kind of become pun totally intended more than I ever imagined because people have basically taken always more and adopted it to mean whatever it means to them. And so many people have tattooed it on their bodies. It's just crazy. Um, so that's been super fun. So Jeremy and I, we work together, um, do a lot of online entrepreneurial things. We, we, this is our first traditionally published book, but we have a self-published devotional journal and then um, just started a podcast a few months ago and we've been really loving that it's been so fun it's a fun world and you guys are doing a good job of it oh thank you it's cute (laughs) to hear you guys banter back and forth and like I don't know just I'm really into the Enneagram oh yeah so I listened to that episode with Chris Hewerts isn't that oh yeah yeah Yeah. and it was very cute to hear like (laughs) Jeremy's very like mind blown. Oh my gosh, I'm discovering all this stuff kind of thing. And then you kind of coming <laughs> in and like, tempering it and like moving yes. the conversation along. It was it was just very cute to listen yes, to. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So I, I love all things it. Enneagram. Yes, I know. I was actually going to mention that to people because a lot of my followers have been getting into it lately and interested. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, you guys go listen to their episode yeah, about oh, the Enneagram thanks. because yeah. it's fun to not only hear like what Chris Hewitt has to say about it, mm-hmm. but then also looking at it from the perspective of what it looks like in relationships and how they feed off of each other and and all that kind of thing. And you talk about it in your book too. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. Which was very fun. I I actually like, I had all these questions as I was reading. I took copious notes while I was reading (laughs) your book and I didn't even intend to, like it's on the little like media flyer they sent me. Like I didn't even have my journal out or anything. I was just like, oh, I got to write that down or I got to write that that down. And so I'd be reading and I'd think, oh, I wonder if they did love languages. That's what it was. Oh (laughs) yeah. I was going to say strengths finder, but it was love Mm -hmm. languages. And then like the next paragraph was, so then we looked into the love languages. (laughs) like oh okay and then it was like another page later oh they're in the Enneagram too so yeah yeah that was very fun we love all those tools yeah and you do a good job of like really mapping them out and seeing how people can use them and giving really practical examples Mm. but okay I do want to back up for a second because like as my listeners know and I kind of talked to you about beforehand like I'm in the middle of a big crazy messy divorce yeah. from a narcissistic abuser and so what in the world am I doing having mm. someone on my show who is all about like 
beating 50% and not getting divorced. And it's this book about relationships and how to be doing them better. But here's the facts, you guys. Most of you who listen are married or, you know, people who are getting married or, you know, I, I know that that is a big part of my listenership that I don't want to completely shy away from because I do still believe in marriage. I think that right. it's important. I think that it is something that God created for us to build us into the people that he wants us to be and right. to refine us. And I mean, I, I do hold marriage sacred just because I had to get out of an abusive situation yeah. doesn't mean that I don't think that marriage is honorable or needs to be worked on mm. or is valuable. Wow. And I think that your book, I mean, I, first of all, it's swoon worthy. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys, if you just want to like read a great love story, just pick oh. it up for that. Like I just got sucked in. Like I could not put it down because the things you guys did it was so intentional and I mean you talk about that being part of you know creating a great love story that Jeremy even thinks about things in terms of does this serve the story that I want to be a part of but (laughs) dang it was I mean you see little bits of pieces from having you know seen episodes of the show or whatever but it was so much more than anything I'd ever seen on I mean it's seriously it's like a movie I kept thinking of you've got mail and how like they got to know each other like when she was thinking he was not you know in Uh and just like but the intentionality of their conversations and everything I was like this is a romantic comedy like this is crazy (laughs) this is your guys' actual life (laughs) but but it was also like there's that that part of it, like you were saying, you were passing the letters on to your mom going like, I'm yeah. unqualified to answer these yeah. things. Yeah. And there is, uh, you guys are young, like yeah. you're still in your twenties, right? Yes. Yeah. So I would think, I'm going to ask you about this in a second, but I would think yeah. you've gotten some pushback maybe about that. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah. Well, but I do want to say for everyone who's pushed you back, if you read your book, it's beyond your years. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It's all those things. So encouraging. Um, really, like that's very, very encouraging. And um, and I'm so glad that you saw it as a love story too, because we hope that it can it can serve both purposes of being like a love story that's fun to read and light, yeah. but also practical and, you know, and motivating and inspiring people to be more intentional and creative and faithful in their love story. So um, really encouraging. And also I'm so encouraged by you and just your oh. willingness to like, to still believe in marriage and say the things that you just said, like is a, a huge testimony to so many people. And I'm sure you know, your story is already, you've probably connected with so many people to how you've shared, you know, from what you've shared and how it's helped them. And, um, I'm sure God's going to continue to use your story in that in crazy big ways. But, um, I'm just encouraged by that and that you'd be willing to have me on and share about this amidst all that's going on in your life. So, um, thank you for just being willing to do that. But anyways, yeah. So, um, when, you know, when it comes to like being young and talking about marriage, (laughs) we do get a lot of people that are like, who are you guys to be marriage experts? You've been married for a hot minute, you know? Yeah. And honestly, like we are not marriage experts. We never proclaim to be marriage experts. Um, Nothing that we say is like, you know, all, all of our advice and things that we 
you know, practical tools we give to people. It's never like, Hey guys, this is gospel. You got to do it this way. It's not prescriptive. It's just, you know, here's some ideas, here's some tools. Here's what we've learned from older couples that are further along in the journey. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that, um, just the Lord has been so faithful to provide Jeremy and I with wise counsel and mentorship and older couples who have really poured into us. And so a lot of beating 50%'s heart is just, it's an overflow of that. It's like, wow, all these people have poured into us and we just want to, it to, it's oozing out of us because yeah. we just felt like we were so taken care of in that season of preparing for marriage and, and then into marriage. But we know so many people who aren't or don't have that older couple that they can lean on or look to. And so we were just like, well, you know, let's, let's take the wisdom from old and recreate it, but also share what we're learning in the moment, share what we've learned from failing. And then also to breathe new life into our generation, that marriage is a beautiful, fruitful, amazing, joy-filled thing. Because I think, I don't know if you guys experienced this when you got married or like you have friends that have experienced this, but like there's just such a negative view of marriage. People are afraid to get married or um, at least for us, when we got engaged, there was so much, you know, so many remarks that we heard of people just saying things like, oh, you know, get ready to lose your freedom. Mm -hmm. Marriage is so hard. And it's like, on the one hand, yes, marriage is challenging. Um, but on the other hand, like marriage is supposed to be like one of the most life-giving relationships that you that we experience as yeah. humans. And so um, we want to to shed that light too, the positive light, the, you know, marriage can be, go into your marriage thinking that it's going to be the best thing ever. Yeah. Go into it with that, you know, no, don't go into it thinking it's going to be the hardest thing ever. Yeah. Because while it is hard, um, we like to look at it as more as it's challenging and, and I'm an eight on the Enneagram. So when, when <laughs> challenges come up, I'm like, oh yeah, bring it on. Let's work through this, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then, and then also too, like, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're sharing is from the word of God, which mm -hmm. stands the test of time and is not things that we have um, come up with our own. We're literally just like sharing God's word and yeah. his heart for marriage and relationships. And so um, whether you're 26 and sharing that or 65 and sharing that shouldn't matter. It's still the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, those are kind of my thoughts on that when we get pushed back on that. And that's yeah. kind of my thoughts. You guys are it. little Timothys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ladies, there is one place I go to when I am needing to plan meals for my family. When I am doing all the work myself to figure out what we're eating, I always go to plantoeat.com. And I have for more than five years now because. This site is so well thought out. It was created by an actual family with actual kids who had a lot of stuff going on and knew what needs a mom or dad would have when they are planning out meals for the week or the month or however long you want to plan out meals. When they were creating the site, they believed in the physical and emotional health that is directly tied to what we eat. And so they created Plan to Eat out of their desire to eat real great food prepared at home together as a family. So in order to do that, Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and actually eat and fits your dietary preferences and needs and you create a meal plan around your schedule. Then the website automatically creates an organized shopping list, which is pure bliss, and they even have an amazing app now that you don't even have to print anything out. You can just see everything right there on your app. It makes it super simple. Plus, they have a full-time support team that is available to help you get started with an account and answer all your questions. 
I love that I can create entire menus that fill a week and then repeat those menus on other weeks so I don't have to do the work all over again. They've really thought of so many things to make meal planning easier and doable and practical in everyday life. I can't say enough good things about this service. And it is a subscription service. It offers monthly or yearly options at either $4.95 a month or $39 a year. That's only 75 cents a week. Plus, they normally include a free, fully functional 30-day trial. No payment required, so you can easily see if it's right for you. But for my listeners, they're taking that 30-day trial and they're turning it into a 60-day trial, you guys. That's amazing and will truly give you a feel of how well thought out this site is and how it can be used in your everyday life. I think you're really going to like it. So go to plantoeat.com lovely. Sign up there to get in and find out just how easy it is to get your recipes in there and make it personalized to your family. You can even share recipes with other people on the site. You can find me at Bold Turquoise. I can't wait to hear what you think. Again, go to plantoeat.com slash lovely to get a 60-day free trial. I know you're going to love it. The things that you are saying, though, in the book, it is such solid advice. I mean, just practical things like, hey, let other people speak into your relationships. Like, yes. Like be, that was, I know, a big thing for me. I mean, little backstory. I got married when I was 19. Oh, wow. You know, a lot of people in the church environment that I was in at the time, it was kind of this movement of like, oh, this is the person who came across your path. And so it must be the one that God has for you. So mm. marry him right away. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So there wasn't that building of friendship that you guys talk about in the book. There wasn't that getting to know of each other's families and really like, and I think you even, you talk about how you didn't want to date until it was going to be, you know, someone that you could see yourself with, but you also see the value in like, you do have to not just kind of like commit right off the bat. Like, oh, I'm dating them, so I'm going to marry them. Like, mm-hmm. there, there is that dating time to figure that out if this yes. is a good fit and to establish that friendship that you guys put a lot of effort into. Mm. And I, I just, I really appreciated that, but that you also talked about the importance of having other people's opinions and allowing them to raise red flags. Yeah, yeah. That's been huge. And like, that's been huge. You know, we both had experienced that in previous relationships, like, you know, allowing people to raise those red flags. And we knew that we wanted that going into our relationship. And, you know, sometimes there's people in your life that maybe shouldn't be the people that you give the authority to raise red flags, because, you know, like you have to recognize that, like sometimes people's parents are not the people that you want to take advice from, you know what I mean? So recognize that, but like find those friends that you do trust, that you do value, that hold the same um, things to be important in a relationship mm-hmm. and, and, um, and, and let them see in, like, I mean, Jerry yeah. and I, our first two years of friendship was, we never really hung out alone. It was mostly like big groups of our friends and allowing our friends to see us together and interacting and then speak into that. And we just found over and over that it was, um, people were just speaking affirmations into us. And so we were just like, more encouraged, you know, in our relationship. And as we continue to, you know, build our friendship and as it grew towards, you know, a a dating, which I know that word is so like, what does that even mean? But, um, as we got into like the dating season of our relationship, um, just having even more affirmation from those people that we really trusted and valued their opinions, their opinions, um, was just such a huge, huge thing. 
Yeah, I think that's so key because when you shut those voices out is when, Mm -hmm. you know, that isolation causes all kinds of problems for us and all kinds of bad decisions in our life. And Mm -hmm. especially when it's about the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, like, yeah, go ahead and slow down and maybe heed some other advice. Yes. (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) And I also appreciated, I mean, I think anyone who may be like attacking you guys, like, oh, who are you to say Mm-hmm. They need to just go ahead and pause for a second and read the book mm. <laughs> because you guys are very honest about mm-hmm. the struggles that you had or the places yeah. where you si- slipped up or yeah. the arguments that you had. Like you didn't shy away from putting that stuff out there. Did that feel hard or vulnerable? Yeah, very vulnerable. <laughs> yes, um, definitely. And we knew that um, we wanted to share those hard parts because um, because we're not perfect. Our love story is not perfect. And I know even though sometimes, you know, we get lots of, I think I even wrote about this in the book. We get lots of comments from people that say things like, Oh, relationship goals. And it's like, well, no, you know, wait, everyone has a chapter of their love story that they don't write or that they don't want to write. Mm -hmm. And we chose to, to share that in some sense. And, um, and to just share those things because we know that so many people struggle with those same things that we struggle with. And so, um, Hey, learn from our failures. You know, if our failures can help people not feeling the same things, then awesome. I'm totally willing to, to share that. And, um, I think most people will be, you know, respectful of that. I think most people appreciate that, mm-hmm. um, that vulnerability. Um, but like you said in the beginning, or when you first asked the question, like, you know, I think a lot of people with us, like assume just from the kind of world that we came Mm -hmm. from, you know, that we're not going to go there, you know, that we're going to be overly protective of that, or that we're going to be, you know, because that's what you see with most quote unquote celebrities. And so I just think like for us, like, you know, we're trying to like break down that barricade for people so that they don't view us that way so that they do view us as, Hey, we're, we're relatable. We've got these issues, you know, we're still working through these things. We don't have it all figured out. Like we wrote this book and there are so many things that we're still figuring out about how to love each other better, how to serve each other better. You know, like it's a constant daily journey of learning, um, to love Jeremy better for me. And so again, like I said in the beginning, we are not experts, but we just hope that this book can be a resource, a tool, an inspiration. So, well, and I think you guys have had, I mean, it's different than someone who's just writing a book on marriage without like the the outside perspective that you guys have because you you do well all of you are Christians it's a on a secular network you know like it's a, a yeah. secular environment that you're coming out of for you guys to be as outspoken as you are being about your faith I think mm-hmm. is you're doing it in a grace-filled way, but it's incredibly admirable how you're, you know, like you're saying, following your calling and trying to be used by the Lord to speak into these things. And sometimes it takes, you know, being a celebrity for somebody to listen. And I Mm -hmm. think that these are really valid points that you guys are bringing up that I hope that people will be really receptive to because a lot of it is just good, solid advice like practical advice thank you yeah. <laughs> thank you I need you to sit on my right shoulder and just <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> I might be a little heavy you're so sweet no you're so sweet thank you so much so here's something just like relationally I thought this was an interesting point that you guys bring up in the book that having relational needs doesn't make you needy mm. 
And like talking, I kind of was going into like communication and different things, but do you want to talk about how that's looked for you guys? Yeah. Um, so I think for, in our relationship, um, we learned for me, at least I didn't want to communicate some of the needs that I had from Jeremy because I, I didn't want to come across as high maintenance. I didn't want to come across as needy. Um, I didn't want to, I was afraid that I would ruin our relationship by expressing those things like truly. And so instead I just withdrew, which Mm. I won't give away too much of the story, but (laughs) which actually did, did what I didn't want it to do. And so, um, and then on the flip side of things, um, you know, Jeremy, also had relational needs that in the book, we also talk about this. And, um, he was really afraid and had to be vulnerable to share some of his relational needs with me and express some of his concerns. Um, and just be honest with, with me about that. And I think those conversations are, are hard and require vulnerability, but they are so good if you can have them before you're married. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I love tools like love languages, Enneagrams, because they're self-discovery for self-growth tools. And if you know, if you can learn yourself better, yeah. you can learn your needs, your needs better. Um, and you can better articulate those to you know, a potential spouse or to your current spouse. And, um, I think, and it's, and not in a way where you're like, I need you to do this for me. Like there's a balance. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think just being able to communicate, like, you know, for me, I got really sick in the book. I kind of talk about that. Mm -hmm. And I really needed Jeremy to realize that I was really sick and, and, and have compassion for my situation while he was off in Santa Barbara, living it up and surfing and having the time of his life. I really needed him to like, kind of, you know, help me bear, bear that burden and, and be compassionate. But I didn't express that to him. I just kind of expected it of him without expressing it. And isn't that like such a huge problem in relationships, (laughs) you know? So, um, and still, I mean, we're, we're still, are learning in this every day in our marriage, just learning how to communicate um, not only needs, but just expectations. Like Jeremy and I have this thing where anytime we're going to a party or an event, or if it's about to be Valentine's day or about to be our anniversary, or about to be Christmas, we always sit down and have a conversation. You know, usually it's in the car on the way to somewhere. Okay. What are your expectations for this? Mm. What are your expectations for this event? And then we just have a moment to just talk about like, you know, I want to leave early because I'm super tired or I want to spend a lot of time with my parents tonight because I haven't seen them in a while. You know, like then we don't have this like hidden expectation of how the night's going to go or how the day's going to go or how the birthday is going to happen. It's just, we've clearly talked about it. Um, and obviously like still leave room for the element of surprise and we love spontaneity and all of that. But just, um, I think just being intentional about that um, especially in those like bigger moments in life is just been super helpful for us. So gosh, you guys are so dang intentional. It's like, <laughs> how did they even get that way? Like, things I didn't even I'm about. telling you like a why, like literally, I just feel like we are so blessed with like half the things, 80% of what I'm telling you is just stuff that other people have told me yeah. <laughs> just like well, resharing it. So. It's great that you guys can be the, you know, the sounding board for that you can be able to get out all this great, you know, advice that you've been given because it's, it's solid. It's good. (laughs) Um, And I think also just on the communication front, you guys kind of talk about in the book. And I think it's just evident if people even think about it, that 
because you guys had built such a foundation of friendship and really knowing one another and trusting one another, then it seems like the confrontation maybe is a little less hard because you had that trust and relationship already built. Would mm-hmm. you say that's true? Yes, totally. Um, I, I mean, absolutely. Just think of like, if think, imagine if you just confronted someone, you know, on social media about something and you didn't know them or have a relationship with them, yeah. you know, yeah. like, no, that's not, that's not how, um, that's just, that's not God's heart. Like we, and so I just, I think like for us building that foundation of friendship gave us just this safe a safety net. It was like a safe place for us to, um, to have hard conversations on. We'd build that foundation. And, um, so we're super passionate about that. We love like encouraging people to be friends first. And, um, because at the end of the day, like most people say they married their best friend, you know, and friendship is what carries you into the 50, 60 year long marriages, you know, that friendship. And so, yeah, we love, we love friends first. (laughs) We're all busy, right? Raising kids while balancing everything else like health and activities and careers. But it doesn't mean that we have to stop learning and improving ourselves. You guys know that I am all about that. And there is an app I highly recommend for busy moms like us. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes so you can read or listen. Blinkist is made of busy people like you who want to get the main points of the books quickly without reading the entire book. With an audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish four books a day while you're on the go. Eight million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. I personally enjoy all of those categories. Recently, I've been listening to Purple Cow by Seth Godin because it has a lot of great marketing information that is really helpful to me, but I honestly just don't have the time to listen to the entire book right now. But also by using Blinkist, I'm able to identify the books that I want to dig deeper into and actually read the entire book of. So it's a really great win for my time. I use Blinkist when I'm in my car, driving everybody around all day, and it helps me feel like I'm being productive while doing a pretty mundane task. I also like to listen when I'm putting on my makeup in the morning. It just makes me feel like I'm getting my day off to a really productive start. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com lovely to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com lovely to start your free seven-day trial. Blinkist.com lovely. I think you're really going to like it. So if there are people who are reading this book, because like I said, I have a lot of already married people who listen to this podcast. And so maybe they're reading it and they're going, okay, that's all well and great. You guys wrote, you know, typewriter letters to each other that were sealed in wax. And, you know, that is all picture wonderful. And you guys did stuff for the most part, like the right way. But that wasn't my story. Or we are, we're here now. How do we pick up? and move forward and try to capture more of what you guys have, what, what would you say to them? What, what would be your advice? Yeah. Um, gosh. So there's this one quote that just popped in my head and I think I wrote it somewhere in the book in our purity chapter. Um, it's like a Mary Pickford quote. I'll I'll have to look it up and send it to you, but probably like underline it. (laughs) It's basically like you can have a fresh start at any moment you choose essentially is the concept. And, um, I, I was talking about it in terms of purity, you know, like if you've messed up, like you can have a fresh start at any point you choose. And, 
I, and I think I even I also said in that purity chapter, like God's grace makes the purity bottle not about what you did with your body, but what he did with his. Mm-hmm, but I think yes. that translates over to anything, not just our bodies, but like there, you know, like you can have a fresh start. Like you can be, um, you can have a renewed marriage. You can have a redeemed marriage. You can have a restored marriage. Um, and, and at any moment that you choose, you know, like it doesn't have, you don't have to wait for a firework moment. You don't have to wait for X, Y, Z ducks to line up. You know, you could choose right now in this moment, as you're listening to the podcast that I'm going to invest more into my marriage and take one baby step in that direction, you know? Um, that Mary Pickford quote, I found it. Yes, Mary Pickford. <laughs> and so you're, the first part you had, you may have a fresh start any moment you choose for this thing that we call failure is not the f- falling down, but the staying down. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. I just love that. I'm like, yeah. I, I want to tell that to anyone who's ever been, you know, hurt or broken, like what in whatever way, literally, it's just like anyone who's been crushed in spirit, it's like, they need to hear that. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think that's really good advice to just kind of, decide to start fresh Mm -hmm. so but you so you guys wrote this though after having your baby yeah I can't imagine how you did that or how you (laughs) made your brain function (laughs) to write I can't either holy spirit brain functioning yeah (laughs) my goodness how long did it take you guys to write the book so we started writing it when our daughter Ember was three months old Dude. and she, she was still just like, you know, a little, you know, slept all day kind of baby. <laughs> um, and we wrote it, we wrote the whole book in three months. So, wow. um, yeah, kind of that three to six months. And it was so funny. The day we turned in our first ma- manuscript draft was the day that Ember started crawling Oh, wow. And I'm like, praise the Lord. Like, yeah. she wasn't crawling while we were writing the book. Yes. Holy smokes. So I'm very thankful that we wrote it, you know, three months postpartum and wow. before she was crawling. Wow. <laughs> it was like that. It was, it literally was the perfect time. Lord knew timing of when we pitched this book and everything. It just all like totally yeah. was amazing timing. But, but so yeah, how months. old is she now? She's 16 months. Okay. So yes. you're like coming on a year later after having yeah. actually written it, you're, you know, more sunk into what motherhood feels like and yes. the dynamics of that. How do you think that has impacted like the effort you put into your marriage? Yes. Such a good question. Um, we get this question a lot. Oh, I, bet. I think so many people like, you know, struggle with that transition of, okay, now you're not just just you guys anymore. Now you got this human to take care of and make decisions about that you need to be one in and agree on and all that. Um, I think for Jerry and I, you know, again, it just goes back to like pursuing each other creatively. Like we just had to get, we had to get creative again. You know, Mm -hmm. some of our rhythms and things that we had established our date nights and our whatever had to change. And we had to, again, be re-intentional about it. And, So I think for us, you know, one of the probably main things that's really helped us through that transition is our marriage journal. And it's just, it's a, it's, we, we self-published this marriage journal, but we've been doing it long before we self-published it just in a chicken scratch journal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But it's essentially like six questions that Jeremy and I sit down to ask each other every week. And it's kind of that good time to talk about it in our relationship. Um, one of the questions is like, what's, what was one thing that was hard this week? What's, what's one thing that brought you joy this week? 
Um, what's a dream craving or desire that's been on the forefront of your mind? I can't tell you how many of our adventures and like trips have come from that question. Um, and then one of the questions is, um, is there any unconfessed sin, unresolved hurt or conflict from the week that we need to reconcile or seek forgiveness for? And that question has prevented so much conflict, so much bitterness in our marriage every week. We know we're going to have that time to talk about the hard stuff. If there was Mm -hmm. stuff that came up, um, and so like just becoming parents, like, you know, little things that we might disagree on throughout the week or, um, snapping at each other because we're tired or whatever it might be. Like we get that moment. That's that time carved out every Sunday night. We know we're going to get that time to talk about it, you know? Yeah. And it, it's so simple. Sometimes the whole journal, the six questions takes 10 minutes, sure. you know, but there have been times where it's taken two and a half hours. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, But that has been, from that time, we've been able to remain intentional in our marriage because we've been able to talk about ways that we might be failing or things that we need to work on. It just gives us that moment to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's been like totally a lifeline for us. Um, The number one thing just through that transition, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. Oh, I bet. And so would you just give us some like ideas of how you guys are like still creatively pursuing each other? I mean, we, yeah. if you read the book, it's like, oh, for love. <laughs> <laughs> that was really something. But, yeah. you know, in now that you're in it and you've got a baby, what is what are some of the things you do? Yeah. So one thing that we started doing just this year um, is we decided at the beginning of the year, this was actually an idea a couple years ago, Jeremy gave me a jar for my birthday and he said my birthday gift was that every night he was going to write in the jar something that he was thankful for me for or appreciated me for and he so he told it to me every night and then he just wrote it on this little slip of paper and put in the jar so easy right like that's the easiest thing um and so this year at the beginning of the year we kind of did like our marriage retreat like let's realign have carved out a whole weekend to just kind of talk about the year And, um, one of the things that came from that time was, Hey, let's do that together for each other this year. Mm -hmm. Like let's, let's have a jar by our nightstands or or whatever. And, and write a piece of, on a piece of paper, say one thing that we're thankful for, one thing that we appreciated or loved about the other person, tell each other and put it in each other's jars, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's so simple and just, it ends our day on a unifying note because we always do it like in bed at the end of the day. Um, so we go to bed being grateful for each other, which yeah. is helpful because can we wake up being grateful. so simple. Um, uh, but that's just something in the past month that we've really loved. So yeah, so simple and doesn't cost any money. It yes. just takes that intentionality and the commitment to keep doing it. Yeah. And actually the other day I was like, <laughs> I'm all into like, right now we're trying to like declutter our home and like clean up our lives you know that's I know it's Have such you a been trend. watching Mary Kondo I know it's like no I, I part of me like cringes at some of the stuff but then like at the other time I'm like okay this is practical I need this I need to like reorganize my drawers yeah um but um the just having these jars on our nightstand I'm like I have too many things on my nightstand uh. I have too many essential oils like <laughs> I gotta like move the other stuff out of the way so I found the cutest like tin letter mailbox oh, thing from yeah. Pottery Barn and I'm going to hang it up on the wall in our room. So we're going to we're gonna now get different colors of paper and put them in the same mailbox. 
<laughs> and then, but then it's also kind of a way that we're continuing to like live our love letter life. Like this yes. is letters, oh. we love letters. So yes. anyways, that was just a fun thing I, I found the that. other day. That's but, great. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Well, like I said, I mean, I think you guys did a really good job. I love the, the mission that you're on and the hearts that you have to help other couples or, you know, even single people just like preparing for marriage or people, you know, just trying to make things even better than they already are. I think you guys, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. And thank you, thank you so much. And I think of this book as like, oh, what was it called? Like, I kissed dating goodbye. Were you too young for that? <laughs> I did not read that. No, okay. I didn't. well, like when I was in junior but high, I know it. That was I the, know it. That yes. was the book that everybody went to, you know. And so I feel like this is the the modern day millennial replacement. Oh, for that. I, that is a huge compliment. Well, I Thank really you. feel like it is. And I think Aww. that people will get a lot out of it. Like literally, my son is about to turn 13 and I'm going to read this to him. I'm going to like sit down. I think it's got so much great, just solid advice that I want him hearing at a young age before he's even really thinking about getting into relationships. Like these are good principles to stand by as you move forward. So thank you. That's super encouraging. Thank you so much. I think that it will be a a huge hit in youth (laughs) groups everywhere. Oh, we pray so. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I bet. Okay. So now is just the kind of like fun part of the interview. What does a day typically look like for you if there is such a thing? Okay. You know, there is not such a thing. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Um, There is not such a thing as a typical day for us. Um, But we are trying (laughs) um, to just have more of a typical week. Okay. So we're trying to, um, you know, just sort of like carve out some certain things that will be consistent. So like we have a nanny Monday through Wednesday. So I know that I'm going to have time to work X amount of hours on those days and then not feel guilty about just being with my daughter on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, that's just one thing. Um, we've been really trying to be more intentional about getting our, getting back on our date nights Mm -hmm. every week. That's been something that's sort of fallen out. Um, And then every Sunday we take a Sabbath. So we actually like don't do work at all ever. We turn off social media, like don't, we're not on our phones. Um, It's like a absolute vital thing. We need to like operate in that extreme (laughs) because of how extreme the reverse is during throughout the week. Yeah. Um, So those are just some things I will say though, like, I will be honest. I mean, Jeremy uses this example a lot. Like we wake up every day with the machine gun and our hands on it going, okay, like, what do we need to tackle? It's like, just like constant onslaught. And a lot of that is just because like launching a book, so much goes into it. And we also decided to launch a podcast at the same time and then do these other things and like, you know, keeping our other businesses alive. And so it's just been a lot. Um, in this season. And, um, again, going back to that word intentional, like we're trying to be more intentional about like, okay, how can we create more margin? How can we create more time for rest? You know, all of that. And, um, but also at the same time, giving ourselves grace for this is just a busy season for us and, and just being okay with it and not resenting it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. Okay. How are you currently cultivating loveliness in your life? Um, well, I would say one thing, um, and I know I kind of already touched on this, but, um, our Sabbath has been just 
like one of the most life-giving things for us. Um, yeah, we've, been, we've been doing it for like a year and a half now, every wow. Sunday. Because um, you guys have a lot of different balls in the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just to know that I don't have to be on my phone one yeah. full day a week. Like Saturday night, I'm done. And then I don't get back on until Monday morning. That's nice. Um, and just knowing that Jeremy and I have that time to go for walks. We're not on our phones with Ember. We're not social media things. Um, I feel like for us, we can feel like sometimes so much pressure to share our lives. And it's just a day to not share our lives, just to be present and experience them with mm -hmm. each other. And we just have loved that. It's created so much loveliness in yeah. our life and our marriage and as parents and so it's just been so good. It's, it's freed us up to really spend time with people and just be available mm -hmm. um, because we aren't working. We don't have, we don't commit to things, you know? So it just, yeah. um, that's been just honestly, like if I could tell anyone who feels stressed out, burnt out, overwhelmed, busy, working too much, that would be the thing I would say to do. Like yeah. start with a Sabbath, you know, yeah. start small. It could be, it could be a half day when you first yeah. start, you know, that's what it was for us in the beginning. But working up to that, like a full 24 hour detox of just, you know, That's it's nice. just huge. So. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that is a really good one. Mine is not as holy. Um, no, but, Stop. no, no, but I, I'm always trying to find like those little ways to connect with my kids. And oh. so my older two are boys and my younger two are girls. And lately they've been wanting me to put their hair in curlers at night. So and so, cute. you know, we're not doing it every night or anything, but it's so fun because they get so excited about it and then they feel cute in the morning and, you know, yeah. but it's also like, I can't be on my phone or I can't really be yeah. distracted or anything. I just have to sit there and give my full attention to them doing their hair so in the good. evening. And it's a really fun little way to kind of wrap up the night and and they just feel like they're really being taken care of and invested in and so it's just this silly little thing but it's so fun and then just to see their little faces in the morning when they take out yeah. their curlers and they're all excited and Aww. yeah so I love those simple things I love that so yeah. good and it's something like I did a lot of theater and that sort of thing when I was younger and oh, really? would wear curlers in my hair at night for the show I was preparing for uh -huh. the next day. And so it's like nostalgic for you, kind of. Yeah, it seriously is. It's like <laughs> telling all the old theater stories and, you know, oh, when I yeah. did this, you know, I played this role or that role. And so it's just, yeah, it's been like this fun little way to connect with them. So cool. Yeah, it's I been love really that. fun. Okay. Are you ready for my stock questions? Yes, I'm ready. This first one, I feel almost ridiculous asking you, but <laughs> candles are essential oil diffuser. Oh, <laughs> well, yes. If you know me yeah. or follow me, I'm like essential oil queen. So yes. definitely diffuser. <laughs> I love Young Living as well. And oh. I saw, I don't know if it is your daughter's or I was just... I, I don't keep up with everything on social media, but obviously yeah. I was I was studying you as I was preparing for this. And I saw the little white lantern. Yes. Oh, I love that one. Oh, it lights goodness. up so many different colors and it's so cute. I love it for her room. It's like yes. perfect. We it's have them in every room. So. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> That, yes. Yeah, that particular one, I just thought like, oh my word, that is the cutest diffuser I've ever seen. Yes, yes. Okay, cloth napkins or paper? Oh, you know, paper. All right. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. City or country? Another Con one. Country. Like, why do all I want to skate? <laughs> country all day. Yep. Um, paper or digital? 
Ooh, paper. We're letter people. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> all these are like such a given for you. I don't think I've yeah. had anyone who's been like this obvious on all of the answers. <laughs> okay. Shopping online or in store? Online. I hate shopping in stores. All right. Oh. I'm, I'm with you there. Okay. It's four o'clock or whatever time you make dinner and you need a mental break. Do you listen to a podcast or to music? Hmm, a mental break, music. Okay. And what kind of yeah. music would you listen to? Um, I'm pretty much, I listen to Need to Breathe. Okay. <laughs> Do you know them? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I listen to them, um, worship music, stuff like that. And then country. Those are like kind of my two main genres. Jeremy really likes the, I don't know what, vibey <laughs> beats, instrumental stuff. So we listen to a lot of that too, but okay. All yeah. right. That's Those okay. are our genres. <laughs> okay. Chocolate, milk, or dark? Dark. All right. Sports or no sports? Definitely sports. Okay. Live broadcasting, would you rather broadcast or watch? Ooh. Broadcast or watch? Yeah. What do you mean? Like Insta stories are going live on some sort of social media. Would you rather do it yourself or watch somebody else doing it? Uh, do it myself? Maybe. Yeah. I would have guessed that for you. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Okay. That's, I feel the same way. So okay, <laughs> you're okay, not okay. like outing yourself or something. Yeah. Okay. Favorite movie? Stand By Me. Oh yeah. You guys talk about that in the book. My yep. word. <laughs> Basically everyone knows everything about me already. That's so hilarious. cool. No. Okay. Um, if you were to put yourself on the crunchiness spectrum, zero is totally not crunchy, where 10 is like singing kumbaya by the fire with your legs unshaven and oh, dreadlocks gosh. in your hair, where would you be on the spectrum? Okay, I know people are going to say I'm really crunchy, but I actually, I did, like, I grew up in Portland, very crunchy, yes. very hippie, like, I love my essential oils, but I'm also at the same time, like, okay, there's a time and place for, you know, whatever. Yeah. We love Chick-fil-A and okay. <laughs> we're not like crazy hippie. I shave my legs. So. Yes. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like when it comes to like the medication stuff, like I'm pretty, I'm yeah. more natural leaning. Yeah. It's a hard question to answer. Yeah. So where would you put yourself? Give me a number. <laughs> oh, I have to give you a number. You oh my God. You have to give me a number. Zero uh, to one ten. to 10. Okay. Zero to 10. Yeah. I'd say I'm a eight on crunchy level. Okay. I respect that because you're crunchy. You're pretty crunchy. You're not like extreme crunchy though, but a lot of people, almost everyone puts themselves at a six. Oh, really? No matter how much. And I think it's so interesting because it's like, even though I know people vary so much, they all kind of think they're like, not totally middle of the road, but like a little bit more yeah. crunchy, but yeah. I, thank you for saying eight and not just being like, not at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm also a little bit more of an extremist. Like I'm more... Yeah. This I'm all in or all out a little bit more than maybe the average person. So. Yes, I I am the same way, and I could see that about you. So. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming oh on the gosh. show. Thank you, Mackenzie. This has been so fun. I'm so encouraged. Just Good. I love it, and um, yeah, I'm just it's so fun to connect with you. So yeah, I awesome. really appreciate you coming on, and I hope your book does really well. Thank you so yeah. much. Okay, bye. Bye. I just find Audrey to be a delight. She was so interesting and honest to chat with, and I think that you guys are really going to love their book. 
read it with your kids. It's that good. Or even listen to the audiobook. I think it's an excellent job that they have done with all of the things surrounding their ministry, and I think that you should really go check it out. So if you want links to their book and them and all that, you can go to our show notes at boldturquoise.com slash 110, and that's where you will be able to find everything. Again, ladies, this is your last chance to sign up for Patreon Cultivating Groups, so head over to patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely to get in on that. And also, while you're doing things on the internet, if you wanted to leave a little rating and review in iTunes for the show, that sure would help us out. Also, be sure to be visiting our sponsors, which is another great way to be helping the show and keeping it on its feet. So thank you to all of you who are loyal listeners and participants and part of this community. I so appreciate each and every one of you. I love connecting with you. So be sure you're following me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. It's my favorite place to get in touch with you. But you can also find me in our Facebook group group by just going to Facebook and searching Cultivating the Lovely. All right, ladies, until next week, go be bold and gracious. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.